Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Well, coming up for you on the show this evening, would you be up for packing in the expensive city life here in Dublin to go live and work from a boat on the Shannon. Might be a bit of crack, might save you a bit of money. Uh, Louise McCormick did just that. She lives and works out of her own boat and she's been doing so since the start of lockdown. She's going to be on after 10 o'clock explaining what exactly that lifestyle is like and why more people are moving to the boat life as opposed to city centre expensive living. Also, there's another, uh, yet another app that has been launched uh, only for us here in Ireland. It's uh, Instagram's new Reels app and it's to uh, obviously add to your already cramped phone. We're going to have uh, a look at that a little bit later on and we have the most ridiculous job application to share with you this evening. It involves being a personal assistant to a... Uh, <clears throat> Influencer, which I hate saying because it's such a dirty, dirty word. So you can imagine how ridiculous that job is being a personal assistant to uh, an influencer, unfortunately. We'll read it out in a few moments. Time, get in touch. Let us know what you're at this evening. The WhatsApp number 087 This is Room 104 with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon with Play Blue, Ireland's favorite online adult shop. Visit playblue.ie today. FM 104. And how are we all doing? We're good. You know what? Whatever happened to our four-day week that we were trying to uh, pass through our office anyway? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a very good question. A while ago, we were chatting to There's a whole movement of uh, people, companies, and organizations that are implementing four-day working weeks, saying that you wind up getting more done in four days. It's obviously better for your mental, physical health. You see more time with those people in your family. Remember them? You used to see them? Sometimes, um, whatever happened, that's a that's a very good question. <laughs> yeah. Every bank holiday will probably get reminded of it. Going, nah, I think I think the four day. Let's let's kick this off again. Because I thought it was Tuesday, so obviously it's not. It's Wednesday, edging closer to the weekend, and I just feel like I started the working week, and it's it's great. I think though eventually the four day week would become just as frustrating as the five day, and then like in twenty or thirty years time afterwards, I'd be like, let's just move to a three day week, lads. Come on, let's n- none of this work stuff. Oh no, I'd be well up for that as well, obviously. But um, yeah, for now, it's nice. It's it's very nice. So yeah, I just did nothing today, bar sweat, because it's so bloody hot. Just sitting in your attic room, just sweating it out. Yeah, pretty much. It's weird weather. Mm, yeah, no, yeah, it's a bit. It, like it was raining earlier on, and now it is a bit. Uh, it's grand now, though. Nice now. See, I have nothing else to talk about today because what happened was I actually woke up at nine, and I thought, right, I'm going to do loads today. And then I fell back asleep and I woke up at four. <laughs> four. 
Oh, God. Yeah, working nights can be a bit of fun. So, like, did you get anything done? Did you get up and do anything, or did you just get up for half an hour and go back to bed, and then that was it? I managed to have a shower and then voice note two of my friends, and that was basically all I did. Okay. So, yeah. So, no. Too crazy. And and I slept. Like, I I was probably asleep at about, I'd say, half two. And I slept until four o'clock today. Yeah. Sometimes you just need those days. I think everyone might be a little bit run down. The weather's all over the place. You know, some people are getting a bit bloaty and uncomfortable and sweaty. You just take the day off. Should have taken the day off. I should have taken the day off, yeah. But you know those people that get up at five in the morning every single morning and they go for a jog and they have their breakfast and then they listen to a podcast and then they do a million and one things before nine o'clock? Yeah, they're serial killers. I, th- I think we should shred those people. Oh do, you, oh, do you want to actually shred those people? I think we should because, you know, that's what happens when you wake up at four and you go on your phone and you're scrolling back through people's Instagram stories and they have basically done three days in one day. Full day's work and you're just there falling out of bed going, I don't know what I'm doing <laughs> yeah. with my life. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Here we go. There oh, so good. There you go. Thanks. Okay. Yeah, that feels um, good. Yeah, not too bad. Uh, Liam, good evening. Liam has gotten in touch and said, uh, in relation to the influencer's job that I have to read you through, it is... It's as ridiculous as you can imagine a self-centered, egotistical, nar- narcissistic influencer's job application would be. Uh, uh, Lima's just said, just skip the discomfort of reading us this requirements of that job and shred the job application right now. Uh, yeah, fair enough. I'll shred it for you. I'm still reading it out, though. So I'll shred it for you later after we read it out because I still want to read it out and give you that discomfort, Liam. That's what I'm here for, to make yourself a little bit uh, uncomfortable this evening. But speaking of <clears throat> putting things into the shredder, today is actually a very, very, very sad day. It is a sad day, and I know exactly why you're going to say it's a sad day. Uh, we lost someone today. We did, and she was uh, very much an Irish icon, wasn't she? Yeah, so we, we lost her today, and it's very tragic when you have to lose one of your own. It's very tragic when you have to shred one of your own for uh, doing something that maybe a lot of people would have thought that they shouldn't have done. So we'll hang our heads Um, We'll pay our last respects, but unfortunately, uh, Laura Whitmore is no longer Irish and she will be going into the shredder because she decided to jump on a podcast which was sponsored by the British Army and was part of a campaign to recruit people into the British Army. Now, I'm sure Laura Whitmore is a very, very, very nice person. She is a very uh, talented presenter and obviously very, very successful, but... Yeah. You, you don't go on a podcast promoting the British Army when you're Irish. You don't. Although, in her defence, is she not going out with a Brit? Oh, no, she's going out with a Scottish guy, is she? Is he, he, where's he, he from? Where with a Brit. That doesn't matter. They're kind of going... I know, but you could get sucked into that, you know? I, my Pod- sister is, is with a, a guy from the Isle of Wight, and now she's turned very British. You can't... Her you mannerisms... Can't. She just has. Why, is she invading countries now illegally as well? It's just no, but she, she likes... Does she smash She likes names. No, she, yeah, she hates potatoes now. She likes names like uh, George and Lloyd. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah. And Winston. You know, so... And Winston, yeah. 
So she's come under, listen, a, a lot of fire today, Laura Whitmore. But unfortunately, we just have to shred you, Laura. I'm so, so sorry, because this is what she posted up on her Instagram. Really, this is, and she has edited this since, by the way. She said, really pleased to share the first episode of the new British Army podcast series, The Locker. Hear me talk about all things confidence, body positivity, being female in a male-dominated industry and overcoming insecurities with the inspiring Ella, a soldier in the British Army. And then it was hashtag army jobs, hashtag ad. So she was obviously paid to promote the podcast on her feed and the actual British Army podcast series, The Locker, is part of obviously their content marketing campaign to recruit people into the British Army. But a quick, quick Google of the things the Brits, especially the British Army, did in Ireland over the years <laughs> might have just kind of gone, actually, are you the same guys that drove into Crow Park with the tanks? No? Look, just don't think it's a it's a good look for any uh, self-respecting Irish person to kind of go, I'm going to take money and I'm going to help recruit people. And listen, even if you forget, right, even if you forget the whole Irish uh, chip on our shoulders that we have over the 800 years, right, it, they were involved in loads of illegal wars. They still go into places they shouldn't have gone into places. And there's still a lot of young men and young women that have to go and, you know, die needlessly for uh, wars that they shouldn't have started in the first place. So probably not the best thing to be recruiting into anyway. No, but hard times and, you know, money... That's true, actually, yeah. Mon- money says a lot, doesn't it? I'm not saying she did it for the money, but, you know, she probably did. Well, she, she definitely did. She was offered she ha- this money and just... It. Yeah, I wonder how much she got for selling her Irish soul to the Brits. So her new name now is Laura Britmore. Um, <laughs> so we can just write that down. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it's, a, it's a tragedy and I hope she, uh, I don't know, maybe donates the money she got from that to an Irish Heritage Foundation or maybe kind of comes out and says, going on an Irish podcast or going on a British Army podcast when I'm Irish, considering all things. All here. she needs to do is go to confession and she'll be granted. Listen, listen, Laura, come on the show and do four Hail Marys and everything will be forgotten. And everything will be forgiven. So uh, you might have seen there's a, she's getting a lot of flack over it and getting a lot of stick over it. But I, you know what she expect? What did she expect? I think she thought maybe she'd get away with it. No one would notice and uh, she could just continue on. But yeah. no, we, we don't let anything pass us by, really, do we? That was no, never going to go this, we have, uncovered. We've been moaning about this for 800 years. You think we're going to let Laura a bit more off on <laughs> lightly? So there we go. Laura, we're shredding you. I'm so sorry. Laura, Laura Britmore. Sorry. Laura Britmore. We should have a little character, Laura Britmore, where she just goes around smashing everyone's chips and potatoes, taking your hand. <laughs> Well, no, maybe she's having British potatoes. <laughs> well, she's just stealing all of our potatoes and bringing them over there. She'll be having yeah. a, she'll be having mash for the rest of her life now. So it isn't a sad day. You hate to see it. You hate to do it. But um, she's gone. She is gone, yeah. Yep. It's very upsetting. <sighs> it's a tough day. It's tough for all of us, right? Tough day. If you were offered enough money to be British, you'd do it as well. Uh, okay, that, that's a very good question, right? How much... How much would you accept from the British government to plug their army podcast? <laughs> and what's it going to take for Sirius to come out and go, so delighted to be here talking about the British army and delighted to be a guest on the Locker podcast. How much? I'll like, be coming like, out saying, do you know what? My name is not Sirius. It doesn't mean freedom. It's Shorsha and it means George. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be just there in your fur coat and making a phone call from a red phone box going, listen, this is the life. I think, I, I, yeah, it would have to be a serious amount of money. I'd never come back, though. I'd have to stay there. I know you, you can't, so um, I'm just wondering, how much would you take off the, the British... If they gave you 50 grand to post up advertising their uh, British Army podcast, would you? Jesus, no. Of course I would. 
That's serious which, money. Which actually, 50 grand. They gave you 50 grand. Like she has That's got a, a nice deposit. Platform. A nice That's deposit. A, yeah. Do you think she would have got that money? I wouldn't say she'd get that much. Okay, how many followers? Like, she's a huge profile. She's got her own radio 50 show. 50 grand. Over. Yeah, well, you have, you have Muppets here getting, like, two grand for posting about lip fillers and stuff. You know what I mean? And this is a British army. They have, like, enough money to make nuclear bombs. They're we're, we're in the wrong cash. game. We're in the wrong game. If she's getting 50 grand, fair play to her. <laughs> but she has, but she, she's 1.2 million followers. She's clearly getting yeah. 50 grand at least. I don't know. Someone let us know, actually, how much you think she's got for that. And how much would you take to promote no, the British I'd Army? Rather, I would rather take a bullet from the Brits than their cash to promote <laughs> the, their army, Saoirse. No, I, I don't think... Question. I, I think she's getting away with it because she lives over there, doesn't she? That's, she? That's no excuse, though, is it? You can't be living here and doing that it just, on the side. Look, you could be walking around... You know, being yeah. cotton hoes, having a, a Beshoffs, and that's what you're promoting on the side? No. Oh, God. It, it looks a little bit... What made it look even more kind of out of touch and bad taste was the post directly after her British Army post <laughs> was a tribute to John Hume. Yeah. It was like, R.I.P. John Hume, and then before that, it's like, woo, go British Army, R.I.P. John Hume. British Army! It's like, Laura. She, she might be confused. Does anyone have, uh, like, a third-class Irish history book that we could maybe post over? Oh, yeah, that would work, actually, yeah. Yeah. Sure there's one floating around. Is she going to come out and say sorry? Is she going to take the podcast down? Now, she said... So she was a guest on the British Army podcast, and they're they're flagging it as, it's feminism. Uh, woo! It, you know, it's it's feminism, so you can't attack it because it's feminism, but it is part of an army an army recruitment campaign um, uh, for the British Army, of course, right? So she has come out and she said, it was not mis- meant to be misleading. I'm sorry if anyone got that impression. She just wanted to talk about body image and uh, women in male-dominated areas, like the army, which in one hand you can say, yeah, it's a very male-dominated industry because yeah. we, we send our young men over to die pointlessly and we sent them over here to beat the shite and shoot people for years, but sure, look... Maybe we're just being a bit too old school and traditional, but I just... We're shredding you, Laura. Apologies for that. Yeah. She's been shredded. There we go. Beautiful. Okay. Beautiful okay. sound. We'll leave her be now. We'll leave her. Very, very sad. Hang her shed in, head in shame. Hang your head in shame, Laura Britmore. <laughs> Laura Britmore, yeah. It's not good <laughs> enough. Yeah, there we go. Listen, we'll have we'll have a new character on the show now, Laura Britmore, which will ring in from London every evening. I'm going to tell you what the <laughs> crack is. Um, right, still to come uh, on the show, we'll be chatting to uh, Louise, who lives in a boat. She used to live here in the city centre and decided in lockdown, might as well go up and have a little bit of boat life. She works, lives there, and saving a fortune, apparently. So she'll be on shortly to discuss uh, what that life is like and maybe convince you to stop paying stupid rent through your nose here and go down and live on a boat on the Shannon. Here first, now, though, new rules, Emily. It's F104. It's like, um... FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. Evening. Hope you're well. It's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. And now let me read you possibly the worst job application and the job offer in the entire world. And just a trigger warning, you'll probably feel like smashing your face into the steering wheel or just punching punching a wall with your bare hands when you hear some of the requirements that uh, this quote-unquote LA influencer uh, demands from their personal assistant. But... Oh, let's just, let's just prepare ourselves for what is possibly one of the most 
ridiculous job applications and job offers on the planet. See, now the thing about this, right, I kind of understand that these people are getting so much work, so much unnecessary work, by the way, but so much work that they possibly might need this. Now, we'll listen to that in a second, but I can imagine in a few years that people with OnlyFans accounts are going to need someone to manage the amount of messages they're going to get from men, you know, asking for pictures of X, Y, and Z. So imagine this... uh, a PA sitting there going, right, so you need to, um, by half nine, you need to take a picture of your left boob and that's going to this person and, you know, they'll have a schedule put in place. They'll be like, yeah, a strategic manager. They'll be implementing, like, lean six sigma business processes to try and strip away some inefficiencies and go, right now, here's, here's <laughs> that's going to work. We're going to make sure that this is all a smoothly run um, empire uh, of what's going on. Maybe, uh, maybe that might be justifiable but when it comes to job applications stepping over the line and just looking for a slave and this is what this person is looking for a slave and not an assistant you know a personal assistant looks lovely but they don't even seem to hide the fact that this person wants a uh, wants a it's a slave it's a, it's a fully you know fully willing and compliant slave is what they're looking for so the the job title this is from entertainmentcareers.net by the way if you want to have a look at it it's a personal assistant to influ- influencer the influencer has been kept confidential apparently have more than uh, 10 million followers across all their social media channels so a significant personality probably it might even be someone you know about now that so many people have very various different kind of platforms and and uh followings and things like that so um it was posted at the end of july so last week and in the part, it's, it's first listed as a part-time job, right? Professional personal assistant to large influencer. And it just starts off fairly normal. A well-known celebrity slash influencer with 10 plus, with more than 10 million followers is seeking a well-organized, available, diligent personal assistant to join her team. Okay? Okay. Nothing too, nothing too bad. Anyway, like it goes on as well. The ideal candidate will be responsible for a large range of activities and projects which will assist in this organization's leadership. Blah, blah, blah. All that stuff is fine, okay? The hourly rate that this person will be on will be 25 to $30 an hour. So, I mean, that's not too bad. You're doing 40 hours a week. That is... Um, yeah, that's pretty decent. Well, that's $1,200 a week if you're doing 40 hours, isn't it? My maths is holding up, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that's 50, 60 grand a year. It's probably not bad. It mightn't be too much in LA, by the way. I don't know what the price of living and rent is, is out there. It might be a little bit difficult, but it seems, seems fairly all right. So until far. We get in, yeah, until we get into these specific job requirements. And wait, again, you're going to want to just smash your head into a wall hearing some of these. Starts off again, fine. They ease you in to this uh, job application. So here are the responsibilities. Schedule, plan, and prepare all, all filming, editing, and posting. From pre-production to production and post-production, right? Now, that seems like the job of a producer on, like, a, a media thing. But apparently, this is the assistant's job, right? Fair enough. Now, the assistant is going to be responsible for managing, analyzing, and reporting social media postings and performance, including YouTube, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram. Again, this sounds like a specialized role for a social media manager with years of experience, not a personal assistant. Yeah. Okay, so it gets worse. Don't worry. It gets a hell of a lot worse. Assist on minor video projects. Fair enough. You're going to have to pull your weight and say, can you help out on set? No problem. We can get that. Plan and schedule the calendar daily. That kind of fairly sounds like a personal assistance job. Fair enough. Here's where it starts getting interesting. 
your job as a personal assistant to this influencer, which is why they all need to be lined up and shot, right, is wake the client <laughs> each day with the schedule, coffee, and all other requests. <gasps> a coffee. You have to wake her up with a coffee? With their coffee, yeah. As in, like, um, are you staying in their house or are no, you going to be no. in, in, the, in the closet or...? You, you'll probably just have to be, you know, up at four in the morning and make sure that you're there before they get up. It goes on. You need to constantly be letting the maids, makeup artists, editors, stylists, etc. into the home or office. Constantly. <gasps> what? So this yeah. influencer has maids, hairdressers, makeup artists all coming in every single day to do this girl's face and dresser and all the rest of it. Big operation. So it's, it's starting to get r- ridiculous. It's getting more ridiculous right schedule and assist with travel including taking client to meetings filmings fittings studio sessions parties etc <laughs> so now not only are you their assistant again scheduling travel is an assistant's job now you're their driver so now you're meant to be transporting them and driving them around the place here's where it gets insane organize and pack and unpack the client's bags constantly no no Shoot me now she is literally not even wiping her own ass. <laughs> Wait till we get on to the next point. Oh, uh, God. Now, but, but isn't this insane, right? This is just... can't believe this is an actual real job application. How old is this girl? It doesn't say how old they are. It doesn't give the influencer slash celebrity name. But this is the job. You're going to go from personal assistant. Fine, I can get personal assistant bringing coffee with them when they start the day, uh, organizing the calendar, organizing communications, organizing fittings, bookings, and managing their day-to-day life. That's a personal assistant's job. Uh, Hang on now, though. I mean, bring in a coffee first thing in the morning. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. It's a slave. If you're, uh, it is. It's a slave. I mean, a personal assistant is there to assist, assist, the assist them. No, with their schedule and making sure everything's arranged and they know where they're going to and from. Not to be wiping their ass, giving them a coffee in the morning, unpacking their bag and washing their clothes. Listen, no. If I had, if I had enough money to have a personal assistant, I, I would. I would like them to be making the coffee. I wouldn't expect them to bring it and wake me in the morning, but if we're having a meeting, I'm like, my personal assistant will get everyone coffee. But that's she's there <laughs> oh, for. my God. What is she going to be or doing him. for herself? Or him. Look at me being sexist. Or him. They. That's what they're meant to be doing. Uh, and then organizing your diary and your day and doing that stuff is fine. Is it? But anyway, goes on. You need to organize and pack the client's bags constantly. You need to be researching, communicating with brands, sponsorship uh, deals. You have to... Do all personal day-to-day tasks. You must live 40 minutes away from L.A. You must have a car and be able to drive the client 
anywhere at any time. You must have a minimum of one year experience as a personal assistant, fluent in English. And this is where it gets crazy, right? Uh, ability to take ownership on each project, blah, blah, blah. Ability, this is how you know the influencer is a psychopath, right? This is in the job description. They didn't even hide this and make this kind of like an unwritten rule, like on the Ellen show where you have to deal with a psycho and everyone just has to deal with it and we get on with it and we make the show good, happy days. This is what is actually explicitly written on this job application. Ability to, com- to compartmentalize your emotions and remain professional, calm and hardworking and quiet at all times. Wow. So if anything happens in your personal life, uh, you can't let them know. You can't express oh, yeah. your emotion. You can't express how you feel. But, you just but have to this, suck it up. This, this influencer is going to be screaming in your face about how you didn't get the right coffee bean in her coffee and it was the wrong type of vegan milk. And then you're just meant to compartmentalize your emotions and remain professional while this one is having a hissy fit. And then the last one is actual work hours will be flexible, but generally expect to be with the client at all times. And then the last point is minimal days off. They just want to sleep. Okay. So minimal days off, expect to spend most of your time with the client. And that's the money you're getting. That's no. what I mean, yeah, 35 to 30, 25 to $30 an hour. Would you do that? Would you do that? Even if it was euro, let's say, for like 1,200 $1, euro a month, would you hang around with one of Ireland's top influencers and take all that BS from them? I would not do that for any money. That would be torture. Can you imagine how mentally draining that would be? 24-7 and she she I'm going to say she or he okay it sounds like a girl to me they sound like they would purposely get you at four in the morning when you're fast asleep just because they can or just because they're coming home hammered from a party and they don't want to pay for a taxi I get my assistant to come and pick me up or they can't find their their bag or their keys and or their phone and you have to get up out of bed and go look for that for them yeah, no that is a slave it is a slave. It's a 100% slave. And uh, I think that's probably the worst job description and, and the worst job requirements for any role on the planet. You probably have better working conditions if you were in a mine. Or even if you were, if you were an actual, let's say, live-in slave made uh, in, in India and in places in Asia where they have them. Because they have, if you live in India, you ha- have maids. I don't want to say slaves, but they pretty much are slaves. Where they live in a separate room in the house a lot of them and a lot of them do those jobs over there to learn English so that they can then either you know move to an English speaking country or get a better job long term you know they have to live there they have to be on call constantly um, and but they seem to this person this job seems worse than what those jobs would be like you know what I mean yeah you'd expect that there'd be a lot of benefits to this job that you're going to have a huge amount of time off that you're going to get X, Y and Z you know get given a car or your family can come live in a certain part of the house or whatever it might be, that there's benefits to this. But there's none, apparently. You're just... Do people want to be that closely associated with fame and social media clout that you'd be willing to sell your soul for a grand a week just to be able to do this? Now, if it was 10 grand a week, Laura Whitmore might apply for it. This is all that we're saying, (laughs) right? She... She might go for that if there was a bit of... It depends on how much money we're talking about. But there you go. Uh, $1,200 a week to be a, a, a quote-unquote influencer's slave. And to now, never have any time off, to be seven days a week there. Just, just what goes on in these people's heads? They're just scum. They're absolute psychopathic scum. Absolutely. Does it say how many people have applied? No, it doesn't say how many people have applied. So uh, we might see we might see if we can get ourselves an interview. <laughs> oh, that'd be lovely. I'd love that. 
Right, so we'll go apply if it's still up there. But there you go. The, again, this is someone with more than 10 million followers on their social media handles is looking for a slave. If you think that's you and you would like to just move to L.A. to be a slave baby, entertainmentcareers.net is where you need to go because there are just some psychos up there anyway. If you've ever come across recently a ridiculous kind of job description like that as well where the requirements were just absolutely insane to the point where you're like, this is a joke job. This has to be a joke job. Let us know. Uh, 0876797104. Or if you've been in a job where the boss has asked you to do, like, what's the most ridiculous thing a boss has ever had to do or asked you to do on the job? Let us know as well. 0876797104. Dermot Kennedy on my friend. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. It's Cormac and Saoirse here on uh, Room 104. Still to come, we're going to be chatting to a, a woman who decided to leave living in Dublin to live in a boat on the Shannon. Now, lives and works from a boat, says uh, it's a much better lifestyle and probably saves a fortune. So we'll be chatting to Louise McCormick just after 10 o'clock this evening. Uh, I forgot, by the way, uh, Liam, we were talking about uh, the possibly one of the most disgusting job applications in the world, a quote-unquote influencer. Uh, influencer was on or posted up a job application for a personal assistant. It basically just thinks slave. Right? This person has apparently 10 million followers. The job didn't say which celebrity slash influencer. I always get sick in my mouth when I say that word. Um, didn't say which one it was, but the the responsibilities and your requirements if you were to go for this job was to be available 24-7, uh, even though it's only a part-time job, to bring people coffee and wake them up in the morning. Uh, everything short of just wiping their behind and wiping their backside. So if you want to have a look at that, if you want to apply for that, if things are that bad that you need to apply for it, uh, entertainmentcareers.net, you can have a look at it. Uh, but uh, Liam said, we need to shred it. We nearly forgot to shred it. He sent in a GIF of a shredder. So uh, how we forgot to do this, my apologies for Yes, that's it. Gone. Wouldn't it be great now if that influencer just lost all of their influencing money and they could not even hire anyone to be a slave and they had to do all these things all by themselves? On the grand scale of things, though, would you rather be us here giving out about it or in a position to hire a slave? (laughs) (laughs) No, I would never want to hire a slave. That is just bottom of the barrel. Oh, there we go. Anyway, that is shredded for you. If there's anything else that's annoyed you, let us know. 0876797104. Speaking of apps and uh, people online and all that, uh, Facebook slash Instagram have launched yet their next idea that they've stolen off another social media app. They've launched, and they've only launched it for people here in this country right now. Irish people are the first people to try out this new thing called Reels on Instagram. Oh. It is a carbon copy of TikTok. Ah, see, I told you something else would have to come and take its place. I don't even know if it's going to take its place, right? But <laughs> Facebook was stolen off the twins, the Winkelvoss twins. Uh, yeah. Stories was stolen off Snapchat and now Reels is stolen off TikTok. So if you ever worry that you're never going to be successful because you cannot come up with an idea of your own, take a leaf out of Mark Zuckerberg's book and just steal somebody else's idea. That's all you have to do uh, to be become successful and a billionaire. So uh, I don't know if you've looked at it or if you've seen it. I don't know if it's going to take you away from uh, TikTok because TikTok has exploded and seems to be a bit of crack. But it, it's the pretty much the exact same as uh, it's pretty much the exact same as the Some, Sometimes if it's a cat to your name, though, that's what all people care about. You know, that's isn't that what was the case with um, Facebook? 
initially, I can't remember what it was actually called previously by whoever actually created Facebook. But then when Mark Zuckerberg came along and was like, it's called Facebook, that caught on much quicker and obviously grew to what it is today. Mm. It's all in the name. There you go. It's all in the name. Rob, someone's idea, change the name and Bob's your uncle. But how you can find this, it's not actually a separate app for you to... uh, to kind of uh, download you just go into you know if you want to post a story and then down at the bottom yeah. it says live story or reels and then reels is there and it's the same thing you can stop and start videos you can add music you can edit stuff you can put in fancy text but uh that's the crack that's the latest app that you have to get on along with everything else and i was trying to make a quick list of all of the other uh all of the other apps, right? So I'd obviously started out with MySpace. Like, if you're a digital marketing manager or social media manager, your head must be in bits. Uh, MySpace, Bebo, Facebook, Pinterest, Tumblr, Twitter, Snapchat, Vine, YouTube, LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, and now Reels. I've had I'm most sure of them, I think. Few. Yeah, I'm sure. I, th- I think we've missed, uh, missed a few out there as well. But the, every, every six to 12 months, like, you can never really get good at anything because then a new thing comes along and you've just stop working on your Facebook game and then kind of go, oh, now it's Twitter or now it's Snapchat or now it's YouTube or now it's Instagram. But there you go. Reels, let us know if you're using it. Is it any better than TikTok? Is it going to pull you back off TikTok so that people don't let Instagram die? Let us know. 0876797104. We got a message in there. I think it's from... Uh, Oh, Lucy wants the story. He said, listen, that influencer will find a person to do that job. There are so many stupid people around. Oh, oh yeah. That's why I want to know how many people applied for it, because I can imagine she's had a few, a good few. Oh, 100%. Yeah, 100%. But listen, yeah, unfortunately, Lucy, and that's the crack. Anyway, um, moving on. Do we have a quick question before we go anywhere? Yes, we do. Now, this is interesting. Men are apparently better than women at finding out what? <laughs> finding out or say that again men are apparently better than women at finding out what hmm there's a few ideas that it could be there listen if you want to have a guess if you want to answer when you think you know the answer let us know this evening 0876797104 men we are better than women at finding out what exactly 087 6797104 if you want to have a quick guess we'll be back with the music from Freya, Ryan, Freya Ridings Lost Without You that's on the way next year in F104 FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon what men are better than women at finding out what yeah, 87 104 anyone who makes a guess is automatically sexist not touching it <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying nothing. Uh, Lena has said directions, but I, I thought it wasn't the stereotype that men are worse for directions. Uh, directions? Oh, I would say women are way worse. No, I'm terrible. Well, I'm not every woman, obviously. I'm not talking yeah. about all of us, but me have zero sense of direction. I can't get from here to where I live, where I grew up for nearly 32 years without my sat nav. Right. <laughs> Okay, I'm not that bad, but no, I need my Google Maps for, for, yeah, for a lot of the time, getting from A to B. So I think that's probably true, but it's not the answer I'm looking for. Can you give me a clue? Um, You would have probably thought it was the other way around. 
men are apparently better than women at finding out what. And it's not a good thing. Oh. It's oh not no. a good thing. It's a bold thing. It's a bold thing. And you would have thought that women were much more clued in than men, but apparently not. Okay. 87 uh, Oh, this is a very good guess, actually, from Jenny. What's the story, Jenny? How are things? She goes, uh, is, it what, is it what time the pubs are open at? No. <laughs> no, but that's probably pretty accurate as well. But it's not the answer. Finding out when the football fixtures are on so they can leave and go to the pub. It's got nothing to do with that. As I said, this is a bad thing. Okay. Send us in your guesses. 87 Men. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. You never want to come in too loud off the back of that song now because she's such a gentle, gentle voice. It's uh, Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. Uh, still to come, we'll be talking about uh, why you should maybe just jump ship, uh, literally, and go live on a boat. Uh, Louise McCormick was working in Dublin and when lockdown came, said, you know what, I'm not paying stupid rent here. I'm going to go out and I'm going to uh, lock down on a boat on the Shannon. And now she's working and living from said boat. So who knows if, the, uh, if you've been priced out of the property market here for the last number of years and don't see any hope Maybe the boat is the next best option. And listen, if you hate your neighbours, at least you can just pull up the anchor and go, good luck, see you, bye, thank you very much. She'll be joining us uh, after 10 o'clock to talk uh, a little bit more about that. The question again, quickly, Saoirse, which I think most people are getting right at this stage, is... The question is, men are apparently better than women at finding out what... I thought we were going to say it everything. I was like, oh, God, sure, look, I know. Just tough at the top. <laughs> Jokes, of course. Um, okay, and... It is a... And it's not a good thing. No. And we've had uh, directions, we've had a few other kind of guesses like that, what time the pubs are open at, but the first person to have guessed this a little bit earlier on, just before the break, was Colin. And Colin says, is it infidelity slash cheating? Infidelity or cheating. Men being better at knowing if a woman has cheated is correct and right. Yes, that is uh, that is true. Apparently a study was done and it found that men are better at reading subtle clues about their partner's infidelity. And oh, it also oh, revealed oh, that men are more bothered by sexual infidelity and women are more upset by emotional infidelity. So there you go. Which I would have thought was the other way around. What do you mean the women were more... Well, like, okay, well, well I would have thought, you know... Sorry, go on. I was going to say, I know you, you, you know, you have your own psychological, emotional issues where you can never <laughs> forgive anyone if they kind of cheated on you whatsoever, and that's going to be something no. you're going to have to work on. But let's just say hypothetically, would I've never be been cheated on though, so I don't actually, I don't know, have. I haven't been in that position. Have. <laughs> I haven't. But if I was in that situation, oh, it'd be very easy to walk away from that, yeah. But, but let's say, okay, let's say hypothetically now, let's say you don't have your issues or your emotional baggage. You're ten years <laughs> in a. Uh, when you're 10 years in a relationship with someone, right, and maybe you have kids and you find out, let's say there's two scenarios. Scenario A, the man has been having an affair with your best friend for like five years or the man has been seeing prostitutes and escorts the odd time or maybe just once. If you were had to forgive either or situation, which one would it be? I wouldn't forgive either. 
No, 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 you have to. This is what I'm saying. You, you have to. And it's not you. Take yourself out of your own head and put yourself into somebody else's shoes. Obviously, a random person, an escort that they don't know their name. Absolutely, that would be um, less disturbing. But uh, no, I would just... Uh, I'd be very calm. I wouldn't be effing um, oh, them but head on a stick and their body <laughs> in flames and going, no, Do you know what I don't understand? Fair enough if it was a friend. Obviously, there's two people that know you uh, and yeah. they've both betrayed you. But, like, you know, if, if they're having an affair with somebody that you don't know, I mean, why would you give out about the girl? It's not her fault. Ah, I mean, she's, she knows what she's, she's getting single. She knows she's wrecking a home. No, she's single. She Like, obviously, she's clearly a you-know-what, but... It's not her fault. He's the one that's hang married. On second, hang on a second. Yeah, yes, it is. It is her. It takes two to tango. Don't be landing this on the old uh, lad's <laughs> shoulders all the time. I just don't know. If, if that happened to me and I was married to somebody and they went off and had an affair, I wouldn't go near the girl. I would never contact her. I'd never have anything to do with her. I'd just leave him. It's and him that's betrayed me. Family. <laughs> probably. I probably would, yeah, deep down. But no, I, I think... Um, Either way, I just couldn't forgive. No, I don't. I'm very black and white. I don't. Um, I don't. I don't cope well with that kind of stuff now at all. Um, don't do second chances. Never have. Never would. For any kind of. Um, you would have you been know. terrible in Independence Day. Oh, terrible! It was right you know, you then, know, you wasn't it? You have to give the missiles a second chance <laughs> to take down the shields. <laughs> if you were Will Smith and you fired it, and the shields were were still working, you would have just turned around and gone home, and we would have all died. That's true. Gotta have a second chance sometimes, Saoirse. Um, no. No, I wouldn't. Sure, there's loads of fish in the sea. There's loads of fantastic men and women out there that don't cheat. There are. There's people like me. I've never cheated and I never would cheat. So surely there's other people with that mindset. So I would just go and find one of those people. You know, they're rare, obviously, but, you know, they're around. So all you have to do is go, Grant, you're that type of person. Perfect. I'm going to move on to... Someone better. So I don't care if I have years of uh, you know memories with this person. I wouldn't. I wouldn't care less. I, c- I can cut off. I can. I can literally f- flick my fingers and be done with somebody. I have that uh, ability, which is not know, easy. In relation to this question, you said men are better able to spot the subtle signs of infidelity in their other half. I mean, yeah. What, what is it? I wonder what those signs are that we're able to pick up on. Yeah, what would like what would you be looking out for as a man? It didn't go into detail. There's somebody else's willy in her mouth. That's a dead giveaway. <laughs> you have the subtle signs of this ongoing affair. <laughs> what are you? Because <laughs> you you always hear the other way around. You always hear you know the husband is staying back working late or you know color, he different girls. Perfume. Yeah, but what I mean, what do you um, look out for the other way around? I don't know. I don't know. Is it the same thing? Is she working late? Is she going out more than usual? Is she making more of an effort? Is she, yeah, she you know, on her phone constantly? Back, uh, goes back to the gym a hell of a lot. Maybe she starts... Oh.